The following is brought to you by Braided Media. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Narratives of Purpose. My name is Claire Gande. I am a scientist by training, a TEDx speaker and your host on this show. This podcast is dedicated to amplifying social impact by bringing you inspiring individual stories of ordinary people who are making extraordinary impact within their communities and around the world. If you're looking for a program that showcases unique stories of change makers, stories of people who are contributing to make a difference in society, and at the same time you want to be inspired to take action, then look no further, you are in the right place. So get comfortable and listen in to my conversations. On this week's episode, I continue to discuss education with my new guest, Ismail Eleburike. Ismail is based in Sweden. He is the founder of SchoolTry, the leading provider of efficient education application technology in various African countries. In this conversation, Ismail shares with me his vision to power education with unified technology and how his company is helping educators and students to realize their potential. Please take a moment to rate and to review our show wherever you listen to your podcasts. And for now, listen to Ismail's journey and his mission to bring innovation to education. So welcome to the podcast, Ismail. How are you today? Thank you, Claire. Uh, I'm fine. And it's my pleasure to be on your podcast today. The pleasure is all mine, actually. I'm really happy to have this conversation with you because I'm really looking forward to learn more about SchoolTry. So you are the founder of SchoolTry. But before we go into, you know, the more specifics about SchoolTry, what is it exactly and what you do, why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners and uh, tell us a bit more about who is Ismail and um, what is your background? I originally come from Nigeria in the West African region. When I was young, my father used to be a businessman. And he traveled to Belgium, buy computers, you know, ship them to, usually buy cars and then put computer inside those cars and then bring them to Africa. So I took one of the computers and I got introduced to programming at my early age. And I love computers so much. And coupled with the fact that my father is a businessman. So, you know, I got introduced to business and also I love technology in the beginning. I did my university degrees in electrical engineering, in telecommunication. So then I decided to come to Stockholm in 2008 to further my education in telecommunication. Then I said, well, let me now go for some education in management and leadership. So I had project management and leadership training in MSc as well. And then I joined Ericsson as a software developer. I was quickly discovered. I was put in some exciting projects. I was part of the team that deployed the first version of 4G network from the research and development department. And I was given an award for being in that part of the team and also taking a very key role in that team. After that period, I was given some ability to lead in an agile management. So I did that for about three years. I was working in development, testing, research and development. I was also part of the team that started 5G network. Then I moved into cloud computing within the same heresy or in a different organization. So I, I was part of the team that also 
participated in the Ericsson cloud uh, transformation. In total, I worked in Ericsson for seven years and I got headhunted by a British firm to manage four countries in the Nordics. I mean, deploying deliveries, infrastructure, cloud infrastructure, and so on. Uh, so I was hired. And then after a couple of months, an American company bought that company. And I was also given that particular role to manage the four countries in the Nordics, deploying services globally. That gives me a lot of exposure. I got into meeting clients. I developed my sales and marketing skills. That actually transformed me a lot. Then I started to wonder, and I always love to combine technology, leadership, and also impact the society. Then I started thinking, I mean, I've been learning a lot of things from a long period of time, from technology to business to marketing to sales. And I started to think, what else can I do? I think it's time for me to start looking back for my route. And that's why we started thinking about ideas. What can we do to solve the African problems? We started building some of the platform in fintech. We got stuck due to regulations. And then I thought about education. Why can't I focus on education? I don't need anyone for me to be able to service the education industry in terms of digitalization and transformation. And then we came about School Tribe, which is a platform that connects in real time the school, teachers, the parent, and the student on a unified platform to be able to have accessibility and you know, conduct all their day-to-day activities digitally. So ranging from attendance, ranging from e-learning, virtual classrooms, everything that is being done in the classroom can be done on the school trial platform. They can operate on the school trial platform while offline, where they are physically present. They could also use school trial platform outside the school to be able to connect with all the school stakeholders and give assignment to students. Teacher could grade the student and the parent can have accessibility to everything that has been done to their works in the school. That's been so exciting. We started that journey about three years ago. We launched the first MVP 2019, and then we started deploying to schools in Africa. We started with Nigeria. We went into Ghana. Uh, we are now in South Africa with some partners trying to deploy it there. We're also in Malawi now, training some of the potential partners to deploy school trial platform. In total, we have close to 400 schools on the platform and more than 50,000 users on the platform today. So for me, it's all about impact. We've seen that education transformation in terms of digital uh, platform is very vital for the development of African and the society at large. So I believe that School Tribe plays a very key role in this digital transformation. And we've gotten a lot of feedback from the society and they are so pleased with the platform based on the impact it had to the student, to the teachers, and to the school administrator at large. Tell me a bit more about your team. You know, Who are you working with? Where are they based? And how do you collaborate all together? When I started the innovation, it started with B. Then when it becomes like I need to write the, the architecture, I had to take some of the Indians firstly to the first six months so to make the MVP. And at some point when we see that we need local support, then we started to hire newly graduated uh, or university students 
in Nigeria who are very good in programming. They have programming background. So we could coach them to be able to live up to our expectations. So we hired these developers in Nigeria. Then I also uh, have had a, my CTO, Chief Technology Officer. He's also in Nigeria, but based in London. So he did his uh, education in London. And he works in London as well. So I pitched the idea to him. And I gave him some equity in the business. And he joined the team as his chief technology officer. So we have the technology officer, chief technology officer in London. We have in-house developers in Nigeria, in Abuja. And then we have customer support in Abuja and Lagos, Nigeria. And also we have them in Ghana as well. And because of the COVID era, all the support to the school have been done on Zoom. So you see my team in Nigeria have been supporting other areas of the region without leaving their premises. Another exciting thing I would like to tell you about the team is that we got them from nothing. Like they basically just know the basics. So that's also one of the impacts that we as individuals, as school try, we've made on people in Africa that we are able to bring out the potential in them. I could tell you a story of my product manager today. The first day I told him that he wants to, he wants to work with us, uh, I wanted to share the screen with him to show him how the school trial looks. And I told him, can you see my screen? And the guy told me, how can I see your screen? I mean, what are you talking about? So I said, just look at your screen. You will see my screen is being shared. So yeah, I can see your screen. So wow, you can imagine this guy knows nothing about technology, but I can tell you today, based on the coaching, the mentoring, and the development and training we have given to him, now is the product manager of Scotry, managing all the customer requirements, managing the development team, ensuring the quality assurance of the product. And we also have some of our financial guys here in, in Stockholm. I have two angel investors in Stockholm here in Sweden. And we also take people from all over the world to give training to our team in Africa. I'm pretty sure we we'll invite you one day to give even some talks to our team in Africa, Claire. That would be great. That would be great. I'm absolutely honored to do that. And one thing I just wanted to mention as well for our listeners, for those who are probably not used to this abbreviation, so you mentioned already MVP a couple of times, so it's minimum viable product, correct? Yes, very correct. I was also wondering, what is your outlook at this point, right? You have partners in South Africa, or at least you're working with partners in South Africa. Are you looking at other specific countries? Is there anything you can share at this point? Our vision is very clear. We want to transform the education in Africa. And we want to be the leading edtech to provide that solution and deploy to the entire Africa in the next three to five years. That's our vision. Now, going a bit more into detail, I'm sure that maybe some listeners are wondering what is exactly School Tribe. So walk us a bit through that. You know, how do you go about that challenge of access to Internet? And perhaps, you know, if you could tell a bit more of what is it exactly you offer for these different schools? So Internet is growing very fast in Africa. And I can tell you, we have presence in every nooks and crannies of Africa using Skutri today. Even in the northern part of Nigeria, where in the village, people are connecting with Skutri. Aside that growing of internet, which I also believe, of course, is a challenge. If you look at Sweden, we have 99% internet penetration. Africa doesn't have 99%, definitely. But it is growing very rapidly, very fast. In other hand, the way we have built SchoolTry is to make use of a very low data usage because of the African environment. 
And we also provide some ability for the users to prepare materials offline whenever they have online network or they're online, then they can upload those materials like lesson notes, like assignments. They download it when they're on the internet, then they do the assignment offline and then they put it online when they're on the internet. The same thing goes to grading. When you have 70 students in the class, all you need to do is download the Excel file of all the 70 students, go back offline, record their gradings, and then whenever you're online, then you upload your result and it automatically flood on the system. And the student can check on their mobile app, they could see the results anytime they're online, and parents can also see the result in real time. We know that it's not 100% or we don't have full coverage today, but it is very, very uh, promising. I mean, the rate at which internet is increasing on a daily basis. And the way we are also thinking is we are thinking of 10 years, 20 years time down the line. So we believe by the time we have full coverage, SchoolTry is already ready to solve all the problems. We are even moving ahead, like talking about artificial intelligence, blockchain. We're talking about different kinds of solutions that can enhance even education much more better. You said before that you've had some feedback from society. So tell me a bit more about that. We just developed it without talking to the customer. Then we went to the market and the market says, no, you have all these features, but it doesn't solve our problems. We, it, it doesn't, we can't use it. So they signed up, they saw the beautiful interface of SchoolTrial, they signed up and they signed out. And then we started gathering those feedback from them, especially in the grading part. Because we have in Africa, some people use uh, American standard, some people use British standard, some people use Turkish standard, some people use a blended standard, like African, British. So it became very difficult and challenging for the development team to see how can we solve all this problem on our platform. Over a period of time, after getting all this feedback, we went back to the drawing table, tried to look at the problems, tried to understand what they need. And then we started implementing them, prioritizing them, implementing them, and then rolling it out for them. So I can tell you today, last year, 2021, I did not get a single call from any client. That's why we could use it in any African country, right? No matter any kind of plant, any kind of, uh, if it is a British standard or American standard, or it's a blended, our platform takes care of it. We made a complete dynamic and flexible system. You configure the system the way you want it to be, and then it solves your problem for you. So if you have American standard grading, you just need to go to the system, configure it yourself, and then it gives you the output of, that you want. So we put all their requirements into the platform, and then we solve their problem for them. 99% of our customers are very, very happy today. And then they will not have a reduction trend in the feedback concerning those kind of complaints. Now, what we are getting from the client now is much more than the features. Because we signed a partnership arrangement with National Association of Proprietors of Private Schools in Nigeria. They have close to 80,000 schools in this association. And SchoolTry was made to present, I mean, among other vendors, and we are selected to be the best company that can partner with them to solve their problem. So now, after they have been using our platform for the schools, now they want us to even develop, to transform their association more into digitalized environment. They do a lot of things manually. Like they do unified examination in all the association for the 40,000 schools, 80,000 schools. Everybody has to submit a paper, send money, 
And then they announced me to send exam paper to the, uh, to the location of the school. Today, we got a request from them to help them digitalize the entire process, which we have done. Then we're also getting some feedback, like, can you build content for us? We are not a content company, but through this association now, we are, see, we are looking at how can we build content using their resources for themselves to build content for them. This is not very easy because it's very resource intensive. And we are also looking for investment as I speak, so that we can support even this mission to the highest level. You talk about uh, internet devices, Many schools still don't have computer devices. We are looking at how can we partner with many of these companies like Apple, like Microsoft, like Ericsson in the, in the, in the developed country, whereby they can, even if it's a used laptop from all these companies, can't we just refurbish it and send it to Africa for these schools to use? We are looking for this kind of partnership, how we can get these devices, you know, get funding and see how we can, you know, develop even our mission to, to, the, to the next level. There's a lot of challenges, but like I said, we've seen from the beginning how we have progressed right now and the customer feedback has actually reduced. We now see more demand on the future, on more penetration of the platform to even the village. I told people when I present Scotrai, I'm not only building Scotrai for the elite school, I want to build this platform for the entire, from the low level to the medium level to the highest level of education. And they will get the same benefits. Do you envision that you might be able to influence as well the way education is provided in terms of content? If you look at the content, they are asking for it, but we know that it is very resource intensive. You need to have the subject matter aspect in every subject areas to produce those content. There will be a lot of iterations in those content before they will be, you know, finally put in the platform. But School Try is built in such a way that if we have the right resources and the right collaborations, we could actually just add access content. You have all the menus because we build that platform, meaning that if you want to add content to it, it will just be, manage content. And from the top layer of the education, you can actually put content there. And all the teachers will have that content within one second. Because we already provide a platform technology that accommodates this content. So we just need to put the content in the platform. So it basically won't be an issue for you to provide the content per se. It's more of a question of, you know, finding the right partners, a subject matter expert to make sure that that content is available, is put together, right? We have the technology platform already that can serve that purpose. We are just engineers, right? We need the subject matter, which we can also plan. We can have a department in our company that produces that. And in terms of parents and students, do you have any feedback or which impact that has had for them? I can quote one of the parents that I have here. So it's a wonderful app now. I underrated the app at the first because I could not access my child data anymore. But now the system expert have upgraded the app and I can now view every record I want, put those to the school try app team. One of the parents also saying, this is really a good app that gives me the opportunity as a parent to easily track attendance and performance of my child in the school. I love the fact that I can also easily interact with the school teachers and admin whenever there's an emergency situation about my child. 
especially when it comes to security nowadays. So we've gotten a lot of positive feedback from the parent, from the student. And definitely there's also a challenge that it's not all the parents that have accessibility to mobile devices where they can download mobile app and have access to these things. So what we did in those things is that we also offer SMS. So they could send SMS from the platform to those people in the rural areas. They could see like, oh, you could send SMS and they will see it in the school and from the platform to circulate information to the parent. One of the things also feedback we got is from our users is, how come you school try? I opened it last six months. When I open it this month again, it's like a different thing entirely. Like it makes my life much easier because we are developing every day. We are innovating. We are thinking ahead. Like I said, we want to think like 10, 10 years down the line, 20 years down the line, because the next generation of parents, they're actually under the age of 20 today. So we could say that the parents of today are 40, 50, but the next generation of parents, they are the computer age parents. So they could not even live with anything other than technology. So we are basically very ready for the next generation, I can tell you, with Scripture. We're almost at the end of the conversation. And what I like to do during this episode with all my guests is I ask the same set of three short questions just to get a little bit of a sneak preview into, you know, what kind of books you're reading or what type of music that you listen to. And my first question is the following. So do you have a specific song that you're listening to on repeat, I would say, these days? Or if you're not very much of a music listener, what book are you reading at this time? If I start with uh, music, I like to cool off my, my mind a lot uh, with Akon, for instance. And there's also this lady called Asha. She's based in France and she's also from Nigeria. She talked a lot about the culture of Africa. And also, if you look at Akon, it's a mixture of mo both culture and also the modern ways of thinking. And in terms of the books that I read, there's a book I normally read, which is uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And uh, we also have this uh, Millionaire Success Habit by Dean Gracious. Apart from books, what I do most of my time nowadays is I listen to a lot of motivational talks by you know, Steve Jobs and also Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos. I watch all their series of of uh, how they develop, how they transform from zero to, you know, billions of dollars company. So for me nowadays, because of so many things I do, I don't usually have a lot of time to sit and read on paper. But while I'm doing some things, I'm listening to motivation. I do a lot of multitasking, like watch these people when they talk, which is more or less like reading. And I sometimes I will also watch your podcast. Like nowadays, I listen to some of your podcasts. <laughs> they are very interesting too. <laughs> My second question is: Do you have a specific book, perhaps in the past now, or a piece of music that was important for you at some time in your life? I mean, I read uh, this rich, rich uh, dad and product. I don't know if you know the robot and the way you know he thinks about his dad is a professor. And he's a product, and his neighbor is a just like high school graduate, and he's a rich guy. And the way the rich guy dad thinks, and the way his product thinks, they are completely different. So I read that book actually, and it's really transformed the way I think. 
And third and last question, is there anything you would recommend in terms of reading of music for our listeners? Something that you say, you know, people have to read it or people have to listen to it? In terms of music, I mean, like I said, I love the music of these two people I mentioned because they talk about culture, African cultural heritage. And for me, that's where I come from. That gives me the ability to even, you know, reflect on what has happened in the past and how can we help this society to be transformed and also meet up with the Western world in a way. They always say that there's a, there's a saying, there's wisdom in music because you pay attention to the, to the wordings, it also teaches love. So for me, it creates unity. So it's really good to listen to those music that actually talks about unity, about love, because we need to love ourselves if we want to transform this society. It's been really a great pleasure for me to speak with you today, to learn more about School Try and the more you explain to me how your approach is and what I see, the impact you've had so far and where you're looking to in the future. I'm really confident that you can only be even more successful. So thank you so much for joining me today and for sharing your journey and for talking about School Try. Is there one last message you would like to share to our listeners? Well, I would say that in life, one should never think about oneself alone. When you succeed, try to see how you can impact on other millions of people that need to succeed as well. You try to bring other millions of people to be successful. And to do that, it comes with patience, perseverance, and loving each other. Just start something, then be patient about it, and then be persistent and never give up. If you don't give up, then I think the sky is just the beginning. And the same thing I'm preaching to the audience now, I'm preaching it to myself, actually, because it's very, very challenging to transform the millions of people based on what level you have been transformed to. It's not an easy task. It takes a lot of energy. But be passionate about it. Don't give up. Be patient and persevere. And the result will eventually happen. I like that. I love it. Be passionate, uh, patient and perseverant. So thank you so much for sharing your journey. And I'm sure that even our listeners, some people will find a way to impact other millions as they have been successful, as you just shared with us. Thank you, Claire. I really appreciate your time as well. Thank you so much for bringing me to your podcast. And I look forward to engage with you even more in the future. innovative app changing the education system one school at a time while transforming the lives of students, teachers and parents, that is truly visionary. Check out SchoolTry and their website at schooltry.com. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I appreciate you taking the time. That was episode 31, a conversation with Ismail Eleburike. Make sure you leave us a review everywhere you listen to podcasts. And if you like what you're hearing, remember to share our show within your network. And also you can connect with us through our social handles or our website at narratives-of-purpose.podcastpage.io. Until the next episode, take care of yourself, stay well and stay inspired. This podcast was produced by Tom at Rustic Studios.